Hello, and welcome to the Sweat Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Benton, and I've created this podcast to give mothers 20-minute, no-fuss, audio-only workouts that we will do together. This is not an edited or polished podcast where I'm sitting behind a desk speaking into a microphone. I will be exercising along with you every workout, every time, because together, we will help each other lift the mother load. Today's workout involves no equipment. It's a walking workout. We'll be taking 132 steps per minute for 20 minutes. So mama, that is 2,640 steps you and I will take together over the course of this podcast. Grab your kids, stick them in a jogging stroller, get yourself a tall glass of water, lace up your walking sneakers, and let's get going. Feel the beat of this music. Right, left, right, left. Now step to it. Match that beat. Every downbeat is a step. And that should have you stepping at 132 steps per minute. Your pace is 4.2 miles per hour. Mamas, we are booking it. And if you're pushing the jogging stroller right now, God bless your heart. That adds extra intensity for your glutes and hamstrings. So don't think of yourself as a martyr. Oh, whoa, with me. I gotta bring my kids along even for my workout. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank those children, their extra resistance equipment, making it harder on your butt and your hamstrings. I'm pushing my daughter, Juliana, right now, and she is all of 45 pounds, but she feels like fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey! In that jogging stroller as I'm walking along. I have to be very careful as I'm walking with a jogging stroller not to turn my shoulders inward or hunch my back. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about form. Your biomechanics here should be shoulders back. Head pulling up high towards the sky, abdominals engaged, your long through that torso, and you strike the ground, rolling from your heel onto your toe, and then you kick off through your big toe to take another step. So you should find each step pushes from that big toe, then to the front to take another step. Now, you need to be aware that your feet may not be facing straight forward, and that's a problem. We need to do what we can to fix that. Because our pelvis is made for having babies, the way your hips are, the way your femur fits into your acetabellum, which is the socket at the hip that fits your thigh bone in there, it's turned out. And because of that turnout, a lot of women have knees that turn inward, and your feet do all kinds of wayward wonky things. We need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. You may be like, well, Brooke, it is what it is. This is how I've always walked. It's the way I've made. You know, that's my least favorite expression. In all expressions, it's my least favorite. It is what it is. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It is what you make of it. And today, we're going to fix that wonky posture. We're going to start turning the knees forward and turning the feet forward. So that every single step, you're stepping like you're on railroad tracks. It's not going to come easy. If you've been walking wrong for however many years old you are, it's going to take effort to fix it. But the coolest things in your life took effort. Nothing cool ever happened in your comfort zone. This workout included. This workout is challenging to step. Boom, 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 boom. This takes for 20 minutes. It's hard. But there's sweetness in the struggle. It is a walking workout, but it's a power walking workout. So I know so many people that walk daily, and they're like, I don't feel like I'm getting very fit, and I walk every day. Boo, you're walking at a whole hum 
mundane pace that ain't gonna get anybody fit. It's gotta be challenging enough to change you. So you gotta light a match to those bridges and get going. Being in the outdoors period is wellness. Just spending time out in the sunshine, amazing for that body. And then walking in it at any pace, really great for your emotional wellness. If you're walking with a friend, social wellness. But it ain't gonna move the needle on your physical fitness unless you giddy up. We're giddying up today. Right, left, right, left. It's a difficult pace to maintain, but it's doable. You have what it takes to continue as a cadence, and we're working on cardiovascular endurance. That's a mode of exercise that pumps your heart and works your lungs and keeps your heart rate steady for an extended period of time. We'll be doing all types of modes of exercise in this podcast. We'll do intervals. We'll do some mobility and flexibility. We'll do some power workouts. You need all of that in order to have a balanced fitness routine. But today, it's all about cardiovascular endurance, keeping your heart happy, working your booty and your legs as we're doing it. Right, left, right, left. You know your number one fuel for aerobic activity? Carbohydrates. That's right, you're like, ew, ew, Brooke. No, not ew. Carbohydrates are the number one source of energy for aerobic exercise. That means they're the only macronutrient that goes through the full metabolic cycle of the Krebs cycle. Protein doesn't do it. Fat doesn't do it. Carbohydrates do. You're fueled with oxygen and you need carbs to keep that energy going. I'm not saying you need a warm butter croissant from Costco. Mm, my favorite food in the universe is a warm butter croissant from Costco. I'm just a sucker for it. They're so delicious. But that is not the carbohydrates I'm telling you are good for you or that you need for exercise. You need carbohydrates that are going to stick with you and not spike your blood sugar too high. You know what I'm talking about? Some fiber. Fiber is a carbohydrate, but it's a type of carbohydrate that works like a vacuum cleaner through your system. And then, mamas, we can talk about poop, right? You poop it out. It doesn't stick with you. It cannot stick with you because it's not a type of carbohydrate that your body can store. It has to use it. So you'll be using it on this walk, and what you don't use, you're gonna poop. You need water. If you're consuming 25 to 35 grams of fiber per day, which is recommended, you're gonna need to push through plenty of water to flush it also. But fiber is something you don't hear enough about. You don't need a cleanse or a detox, any of these fancy schmancy words that really mean you're paying somebody something for food that you could get from the grocery store that your body likes better anyway. You don't need any cleanse or detox. You need fiber. Some good examples are farro, quinoa. Quinoa is actually not a grain. It's a seed, but people think it's a grain. Quinoa is really high in protein and in fiber. We're going to get to protein later. I got beef with protein. No pun intended. Other good fiber examples are uh, steel cut oats. If you like some oatmeal, change the steel cut oats. It's higher in fiber than your rolled oats and way higher than your quick oats. And then non-starchy vegetables are high in fiber as well. All this needs to be in your life. Not Metamucil or fiber supplements. Real food. Eat yourself some real food high in fiber that is carbohydrate. Let's stop vilifying carbs. You need them for this type of exercise. 
but I do think fiber has like the worst PR rep on the planet. Nobody ever hears that if you'll just consume plenty of fiber, that is an excellent weight loss strategy. They don't hear it because it doesn't make anybody any money. You hear lots about protein. Protein has the best PR rep on the planet. Everybody thinks they need more protein. Mama, I would eat my hat if you weren't getting enough protein without even thinking about it. I bet you are. I bet without even thinking about it, you're consuming plenty of protein every day. Most of us aren't doing crossfit competitions or hoisting extremely heavy weights or working out in the farm all day. Most of us are getting plenty of protein just eating a normal diet, but you're not getting enough fiber. Check yourself on the fiber. As for walking, you have to keep reminding yourself we're on this beat. Right, left, right, left. If you don't focus on that without even realizing it, you're gonna fall off the cadence and start walking at a comfy pace. There should be nothing comfortable about this besides our conversation. Our conversation is super comfy, but the workout's tough. It's supposed to be tough because that's how changes happen. And you don't have all the time of the day to do this workout. I know you're juggling a bunch of plates on different fingers. You got your job. You got dishes, you got dirty dishes. You got clean dishes that are about to get dirty because you got to make the mother load of food. You got laundry up to here. In fact, somebody needs to know you got some dirty laundry that needs to go to the washing machine right at this very minute. So they'll do that after this workout. You got a husband that wants you to be just a rabbit. You got work that wants you to do your professional job too. And you're trying to find a way to do it all, to do all this with all burners on high. Your full-out sexy lady for husband, your full-out mama for the kids, full-out boss babe for your work. And you're like, what about me? Where's that burner for me? We're dialing that burner up right now and dialing down all those other burners for these 20 minutes. You cannot have all of your burners going at full blaze at all times. You will burn out. You will light on fire, mom. You gotta adjust those burners right now. It is all for you. That is why. These 20 minute workouts are important to add into your life. Not to give you something extra on your already full plate, but to give something for you to make all those other plates go away for a little bit. Just for a little bit. If you are pushing a jogging stroller, you're taking care of your kids even right now, even as you're doing your own workouts. Don't leave your kids at home by themselves. Take them with you and know that they're intensifying your workout. They're making your booty and your handies work harder. I know it ain't easy, and I know that sometimes they will arm wrestle you on the stroller. They're like, I don't want to get in the stroller. You've been there, right? We've all been there. We've all had three natures. Right around three years old is when kids decide, I have choices. I can say no. And they use and abuse that power. Uh-huh. And some of you moms cave. You cave. You're like, okay, no more stroller time. No sir, no ma'am. My 10-year-old and my 6-year-old still rode in the double bob jogging stroller until two months ago. I get it. 10 years old is a little weird. His head was popping so high through that canopy. It, it, was, it, it was probably not good for the stroller. And it was all wayward with his 75 pounds outweighing her 45 pounds. And I'm just puffing and puffing with my jaw drops as I'm trying to push Noah's Ark all the way through these hills in my neighborhood. So I've now gone down to just a single bob with my six-year-old Juliana. But my friend Kendra told me years ago, she's like, hey, 
Woo, oh, good for you, Matt Stroller. I'm like, oh, opinion, opinion. He wasn't too old. He still liked it. In fact, it helps when you give them jobs. I gave each of my kids jobs. Pace was the DJ. I would give him my phone and he could listen to any type of music he wanted. And it's not my kind of music. If I had my routers, it'd be 90s country all the way. Not today's country, it's garbage. But 90s country, some George Strait, Garth Brooks, early Tim McGraw. Oh, yes, please. Yes, yes, all day. That's not his music and he's the DJ. So he would take my phone and put on that Nintendo gamey kind of music that sounds like whoa, 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 whoa. Nails on the chalkboard, super anxiety ridden for me. But as long as he was in the stroller and happy, he can take my phone and play whatever music he likes. And he likes that kind of music. Juliana was the snack lady. I would let her go to the pantry and pick out anything she wanted. And I had I had let her have full range. So I wasn't trying to be like, uh-uh, that's not a healthy snack. She got full range. So she picked a pirate booty. She picked a yogurt-covered raisins that Mama Q and I both know that's candy. Yogurt covered raisins, candy, that's what that is. But she got to choose whatever she wanted, stick it in the stroller, and then she would dispense the snacks between her and Hayes. And I would walk and jog along, happy as can be, that I was the exerciser, he was the DJ, she was the snack lady, everybody got what they wanted. And that's how we made it happen. I've got the stroller stories for days. Let's start with this one. My Double Bob Stroller just went on Facebook Marketplace about a month ago. And when I posted it on there, I had a tear in my eye. I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. This is the hardest material possession I have ever had to part with. There's so much emotional baggage up in the fibers of that stroller. I don't know if I can part with the stroller. But it was taking up so much space in our garage. And as long as I had it there, I was gonna keep pushing those stroller kids in the stroller. And my husband's like, hey, he's 10. He's almost old enough to drive. It's time to get him out of the stroller. You gotta sell this thing. Uh, okay, so I put it on Facebook Marketplace. When the lady comes to pick it up, we almost had a tug of war over the stroller. It was so hard to part with it. But I hope she's using it now with her very young child. It looks like she had maybe a one-year-old, which is totally, totally good and normal and right to put in a stroller. Right, left, right, left. But yeah, I kept him in it for really long time. In fact, another stroller story. It was 2020. The pandemic was in full effect. We were all masked up and had been doing school from home where I was the worst homeschool teacher ever for a very long time. Then schools opened back up. We were like, hallelujah. The first day of schools opening back up, I went to McDonald's, bought Hayes a Happy Meal, and stuck that on one side of the Double Bob stroller. And then I jogged up to school with an empty other side of the stroller for him to come get in, to come home and tell me all about his day. So I get there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and waiting. All the other kids had come out and I'm still standing there with my stroller and the Happy Meal. I am freaking out, mama. I'm ready to call the police. I'm just sure some big old van with a bunch of bad guys came and abducted him. I have everybody but still there at the school looking for my child. Come to find out, he had gone out a different door and walked his tiny hiding all the way back to the house unbeknownst to me. I get back home and I'm just a mess. I'm just a total mess. I'm like, oh my baby, you're here. My husband's sitting there all smug. He was like, you know what happened? He looked out that door, saw you with that big old nerdy stroller and was like, uh-uh, not today, Satan. School kids don't ride in strollers home from school. Not in the second grade. I'm looking it out of here another door. 
and walked on home. That, according to Hank, that is not legit. He totally didn't know there was a new school, and so he accidentally went out the wrong door. But we still tongue in cheek that he just saw that big old Noah's Ark and was like, mm -hmm. never, ever, ever am I getting in front of my girlfriend with that big old stroller. He had his first girlfriend in the second grade. She won't want to see us getting in the stroller, but we would do it on the on the down low. Long as it wasn't, that was the last day I ever jogged the double stroller to the school to pick him up from, second, third, fourth. He's one in fifth grade now, God bless. Everything happens so quick. Slow your roll time, Mama can't handle it. Keep walking, right, left, right, left. You are 75% of the way done with this walking workout. Mama, I'm so proud of you right now. Most moms, will not wedge in this time for themselves. They'll wedge in time for Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all the others that you can live without. But their physical fitness, it just gets pushed to another day and another day never comes. You need this not only for yourself, and you do need it for yourself, for your sanity, mental, emotional, and physical well-being, you need this. But you're also making an impact on those children that are witnessing you doing this right now. I promise you. They are noticing that it's important to you to exercise your body and it's making a difference. This may be the tipping point that inspires generations of well-being because the kids are watching you move right now. I'll tell you my own story. I am an exercise physiologist with an undergrad and master's degree in this field. I've worked in fitness for over 23 years. And it all, I think, trickles down to, as a very, very young child, going out to the track and watching my mother run circles around that track. Monday through Friday, every day, rain or shine. I remember one time she did it in a shower cap. I think she did it in high school. We would jog together. We both did it. We both wore shower caps out in the rain, and we ran in circles together. But watching my mom's commitment to exercise, come rain, come shine, what if? inspired me to get into this profession and move millions to well-being. So I think that same kind of impact may be happening right now with your children witnessing what you're doing. Maybe if they're right there in that stroller and you're breathing on them, sweating on them, they're witnessing it, they know you're doing the hard thing. Remember that form, are your toes turning out like a duck? Check yourself, turn them forward, straight forward. Also, be aware if there's anything wonky going on with your body, that you need to get checked out by a doctor. For instance, if you have a bunion, that bunion is not going to get better, it's going to get worse. And it's affecting every push-off. Every time you try to push off with that big toe, that bunion's affecting it. And it's not isolated to your bunion or your big toe. That's going to send a signal all the way up through your knee, inner thigh, hip, low back, it affects the whole chain. And you're like, just my bunion? Yeah, boo! You need to get to a doctor. Get that looked at. As moms, we're like, another day. It's a problem for another day. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and mound up, mound up. You need to get it looked at. In this podcast, yeah, we're going to be talking about pelvises made for having babies. We're going to be talking about bunions and poop because that's what mamas do. You and I are in this together, partly because we're wired for community and loneliness is an epidemic. So you're not just doing a workout on your own or walking on your own 
are feeling like this is just another thing that nobody understands. I understand. Uh, motherhood is so stinking tough. And we're helping each other lift the mother load right here, right now. I am doing the workout with you. I'm not sitting behind a desk talking into a microphone like a schmancy schmancy podcast. That's just not how I roll. I roll with you and we do the workout together. Even as a personal trainer, when I'm training clients, I'm not counting reps. I'm doing it along with them. I know how it feels and it stinks until it doesn't. Be sure though that right now you're staying in that endurance zone. We're not letting your heart rate really change much. We got it up and we're keeping it up there. At least for another minute or so. And then we're getting back to the pots and pans. The glory of motherhood. Maybe you got some laundry that's already waiting for you in the washing machine. has been sitting there for a bit. And you need to move that to the dryer. Here's your alert. Go do that. Coming up soon. Continue to work on that posture. Shoulders back, head high, core engaged. Walking like a mother on a mission. 4.2 miles per hour, yes ma'am. We are wrapping this up in four steps, in three steps, in two steps, in one more step. I'm so stinking proud of what you accomplished today. That is it, that is it. We are done though, done here. If your kids were in the stroller, give them a high five. I'm giving you a virtual high five. Get yourself a tall glass of water and I'll see you next time.